You're listening to the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast, your source for tips and tricks on building wealth through real estate in Connecticut. You will get the best techniques from leading local experts in real estate and lending. Now, here's your host, Robert Weinberg. Saturday morning to everybody and welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show along with Rob Weinberg. I am Gary Byron. Rob, good morning. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Ah, not too shabby. You know, how was your Labor Day weekend last weekend? It was it was great. You, I know you're a workaholic. Did you get any time uh, off? Yeah, had some R and R time with the family. A That's little bit good. of relaxation and just getting away from work for a couple days. You know what I wanted to ask you? I meant to ask you this last week. Um you do a lot of traveling. I, I would imagine a lot of traveling for, for business. You've got business ventures in, in other states. Do you ever travel for leisure? For oh, maybe yeah. take a family vacation? Oh, or is absolutely. it always a working vacation for you? Uh, no. I mean, look, in this industry, there's deals going on. There's deadlines to meet. So I typically have my laptop with me wherever I am to answer emails or do whatever needs to be done to keep things on track. But you know, I've traveled the world. I've been fortunate. I've been to Hawaii. I've been to Greece, Italy. I've been to the Middle East. Um, I've been a lot of places. Uh, love Europe. Uh, I, I've been to London and mm. I'm looking to go to Scandinavia. That's a trip that I, I would uh, love to go and actually had a cruise booked before the pandemic mm. hit. And uh, it was in May of 2020. Unfortunately, that got canceled. But um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of traveling before that. Obviously, lately, it hasn't been as much, but looking forward to getting back to yeah. normal, as they say. As we all are. Uh, Absolutely. And, and you also had time in your busy schedule to author a book. Folks, it's entitled Mortgage Strategies for the New Millennium, written by Robert Weinberg. Uh, let me get a good shot of this. Hopefully, we can uh, get a good shot of this. Um, if you'd like to obtain this book absolutely free, who doesn't like a freebie? Um, I'm going to give you... At the end of the show, I'm going to tell you how you can absolutely positively obtain this book. And I don't mean just the book, but shipping and handling the whole, from soup to nuts, from, from their place to your, from, to your front door, absolutely free uh, at the end of the show. So you want to uh, stay tuned for that. Um, I figured this morning we're, we're going we're gonna to cover uh, uh, something that's rather unique. Why don't you give us a little yeah, synopsis I, of this? One of the chapters, actually, chapter three in the book, I'm really passionate about, it's... Uh, part financial strategy, part concept or conceptual. And a lot of people don't understand it or haven't heard of it. And it's a concept that I call the mortgage cornerstone. And it's really the idea that the mortgage, if used correctly, can be much more than just a payment that you make every month. It can be literally the cornerstone of your entire financial plan, your retirement. It can help you during your working years. It can be a huge weapon for you against high interest debt. Uh, obviously, a mortgage can help you obtain properties, as everyone knows. That's a main reason people get them. Mm -hmm. But I, I think the main focus here is that people understand that a mortgage and your personal mortgage and the equity in your home, it's the most powerful asset that you've got. The equity in your home is an asset, but it's only an asset when you get access to it. Sure. Most people just leave it in the house untouched until they sell the house. And that's kind of what they're taught. And, uh, you know, I wanted to really hone in on that. Well, So a mortgage cornerstone, it's an idea. I, I don't know what it's all about exactly. What it is about is the idea that 
the home, the equity in your home or in multiple homes is the most powerful yeah. asset that you've got. When people are asked, what's your mortgage strategy? If I ask that to anybody, they would say, well, I want to pay my house off, hmm. right? That That's the simple strategy that everyone's got. What other strategy could there be that makes sense besides getting rid of the biggest monthly payment that you've got? So that's where everyone starts because they were taught by their parents or grandparents and it was passed down that a mortgage is bad, right? We want to get rid of that thing as quickly as we can. Um, and I've talked about in previous shows where that mentality came from, the Great Depression and how banks and the rules around banking and foreclosures were completely different then than they are now. Mm -hmm. But because of the way that we work in society and tales being passed down, people still have that idea that I got to get rid of the mortgage. So they scrimp and they save every dollar that they've got in order to pay off the mortgage. But the issue is that they do that while sacrificing what they really should be doing with that money, which is paying off other higher interest debt or investing that money in other higher interest investments. So you want to constantly be evaluating your circumstances as a homeowner around the equity in your home or in your multiple homes, if you've got a portfolio or multiple properties, and you want to be comparing the equity and the mortgage that you've got to where your personal finances are. Do I have debt that could be paid, et cetera? But you don't want to pay off your credit card entirely, because I remember in, in previous shows you said, no, you want to make sure that you always, you're carrying a balance. So Look, if you're trying to squeeze every dime out of your credit score, then yes, you're right. But for the purposes of today and the concept of the mortgage cornerstone, you do want to pay off your debt, your high interest debt. I'm not telling you to close your credit cards, but we want to zero them out or get them as close to zero as we can. Discussing what you mentioned on keeping a small balance to improve your credit score, that is specific advice for someone that has low credit or is trying to qualify for a loan. But for the average homeowner or average Joe out there that's just looking to build wealth and create a personal financial success story for themselves, paying off your credit card debt in full is a good idea. Okay. Okay. So what is then the big misconception about the rate of return on a home's equity? This is a big paradigm shift for everyone. If I were to like if I were to say to you how much equity or how much interest do you earn on your equity? Well, people are going to think, okay, well, my home went up 5% last year or 10% or whatever it was. So that was my return on the equity, right? That's absolutely wrong. There is no scenario where equity can return more than 0%. If you think about it for a second, equity in your home, it's not earning you anything. Your home is going to go up or down in value regardless of whether you have a huge mortgage on it or whether you have no mortgage on it, right? So if you have a $200,000 house and that house increases to 250, would it still increase to 250 if you had a $100,000 mortgage on it? Of course it would. Would it increase any more if you didn't have a mortgage on it? No, it wouldn't. So again, the rate of return on home equity is 0%. So the idea, again, of the mortgage cornerstone is how can we get this equity out of the house and make more than 0%? Literally, if you're making more than 0%, you're doing better for yourself. Now, in the context of a mortgage, there's interest. So if I'm going to borrow that money out while living in the home at 3%, then the idea is, okay, well, now I've taken that 0% and I'm borrowing at 3 where can I invest it at more than 3%? And I'm sure you'd agree, and anyone knows that 
even a mediocre investment in today's economy is going to return higher than 3%, which is the full circle idea of why it makes no sense to pay off a low interest mortgage while carrying other high interest debt or having other opportunities for investment because um, most people do think in their head incorrectly that there is a rate of return on that equity in your home. You have to separate that equity somehow. There's really only two ways to do that, Gary. Number one is take a mortgage or a line of credit or something alone against that equity. That's the most common. And number two, everyone knows it's to sell the house. If you sell a house for $200,000 in, in, in this example and you owe 100000 then not factoring in realtor fees and closing costs, you're going to net 100000 right? So you can take that money and do what you want with it, but you need a place to live. So really where this turns the corner is I want to stay in my home. I need a place to live, but I also need access to the equity. And that's where this mortgage piece comes in. You need a mortgage to borrow against it. All right. Then talk a little bit about the concept of equity repositioning. So equity repositioning is all about taking the equity in your home and repositioning it somewhere else where it can get more than that 0% return oh. or more than at least the return that you're paying on your mortgage. Now, there's tax deductibility and other factors that come into play when a mortgage is being talked about in interest. We're not really going to delve into that right now because I'm not a tax advisor and everybody's got their own circumstance. You'll want to consult with your CPA or tax consultant about your specific circumstance. But generally speaking, like I said, equity has no return. So where can we put it to get a better return? We want to liquidate that equity from the home and put it into another area where it will have a higher rate of return than we're paying on that money. So some ideas for you on that. Number one is debt consolidation. I would say the most opportune uh, situation right now for people with the home values going up is consolidating debt. A lot of people have taken on debt, and that could be auto loans, student loans, personal loans, medical bills, credit card debt obviously being huge. A lot of people were out of work or had an interruption in income, whether it was them or their spouse or family member, and they ended up getting in a little debt over the last couple of years that they weren't expecting. Now that money's sitting out there, but wait a second. You may not have the money in your savings account. Your 401k, you may not, but wait, what about that equity in your home? What about the fact that your home went from 250000 to 300000 over the last year? Yes, that's happening. Yes, that's realistic. What about that 50000 in equity? Why can't we use that to pay off the credit card debt? Why can't we use that to buy another property? Why can't we use that to turbocharge the 401k? Why can't you? That's not a, a valid question. The question really is why haven't you? Because you can. You just need to know what to do. That's what this show is all about, is showing you these options, showing you these opportunities, opening this treasure box that you've got right there in the walls of your home and showing you what you could do with it. Even if you have no debt, great credit, great personal finances, and money in the bank, you can still benefit from the mortgage cornerstone idea. You can still benefit from equity repositioning, as we've talked about previously, by taking that money. Where can I invest that money? Can you get a higher return in a stock portfolio? Can you get a better return by buying another property? Maybe buying a vacation home. Maybe it's investing in your business or some someone else's business. There's so many options right now in this market, in this economy, that to have your equity sitting in your home continuing to earn you zero, it's really pretty ignorant, as you see, once you understand the concept. So then how can the average homeowner uh, benefit from a form of equity liquidation? I think that everybody is going to be in a 
you know, specific situation and everyone's going to have different needs for their circumstance. So once you understand that equity is not liquid, then the idea is how can we make it liquid? So you need to have a strategy in place today to get financially prepared for the future. Waiting for a catastrophe is a way that you're going to have a horrible outcome. So we want to be proactive when it comes to accessing the equity in your home. While you have a good job, while you have good credit, while the home values are up, and while you don't really even need the money, now is the time to get access to it. We don't know what the home values are going to be in a year. We don't know what your credit's going to be in a year. What if you don't have a job and you need to access the equity in your home? At that point, you have no options really other than to sell your property. And you don't want to have to sell it in distress through a job loss or something. So the ideas that I want to point out to any homeowner today that really wants to embrace these concepts is going to be go and take out a home equity line of credit on your home. Even if you don't need it, take out a small line of credit just to have for a rainy day. Go ahead and talk to a mortgage advisor about refinancing and pulling some of that equity out through a cash out refinance. One of my favorite strategies that we're using almost every day right now is that cash out refinance. It's so awesome. Low interest rates, fixed interest rates. In a lot of cases, just a couple weeks start to finish. You can close. A lot of times don't even need an appraisal nowadays. There's just so many great opportunities to do that. And you want to take that money and you want to put it in the bank, put it in that rainy day fund, put it mm -hmm. aside, put it somewhere that you can access it. So when that rainy day comes, and it will, I guarantee you it will. I've been doing this almost 20 years, and I've spoken with people that one year they're a millionaire, two years later their finances are in shambles. Had they only embraced these concepts that we're talking about today and understood the mortgage cornerstone as part of their financial plan, they wouldn't have lost the house. They wouldn't have not been in a great financial solvent situation down the road. The other thing I'll say to retirees Take that reverse mortgage, even if you don't need it, take it. Why? Because you can, because you have that equity built. You're going to be in a much better financial circumstance having money that you don't need than needing money that you don't have. And it's the old adage that I was taught early in my career in mortgage banking, which is when you need the money, nobody wants to give it to you. But when you don't need the money, everyone's lining up to give you a loan. That's really where this comes but from. But there's somebody listening to this right now and said, oh man, you had me up until you said, take the reverse reverse mortgage. There is such a stigma that's associated with reverse mortgages that somebody will say, no, uh, he just lost his credit. Uh, no, that's I fine. Don't if you don't want to take a reverse mortgage, then take a forward mortgage. Take something. Like I said, your, your three options for doing this now are going to be either a home equity line of credit, which is a variable rate, a fixed rate forward mortgage, which is like a cash out refinance, or a reverse mortgage. So if you're against the reverse mortgage, I'm not gonna sit here and try to convince you. I've done an entire episode about reverse mortgages and about retiree mortgages. Go listen to that and make your own decision. However, if you're just against it overall, then fine, don't do the reverse mortgage. Do one of these other things. I guess my point, Gary, is you need to do something because I see time and time again, and I get calls every single week from people that don't understand or don't embrace this stuff. And then when they need that money and they call me and say, Rob, I've got 200,000 of equity in this house. I owe 100,000, it's worth 300,000. I have 200,000 in equity, I need 50 of it, desperately, for whatever reason, medical issue, 
personal circumstance. Maybe they do just want a vacation and enjoy life a little more. Maybe their budget's tight and they need that extra or credit card debt, other debt payoffs. Yet now they have no job. Their credit went to crap. Their score went down. Whatever it may be that now they don't qualify. If they had done this when they did, they would have been able to embrace these concepts and they'd be smiling. Are you finding that more and more people are just not saving money? They're living either paycheck to paycheck or they're living uh, without much discretionary income is is every last mm. dollar squeezed out and and I think it's been like that for a long time of oh. course high income people have always been able to save more money than lower income well, of course. living right. in Connecticut we have higher taxes here than a lot of other areas there's a lot of different strings being pulled out of your budget so i guess the idea is i've always seen the lower income have issues saving the number one area that people do save automatically though is with their mortgage and with the equity in their home all right then what are some things that people can do right now today to get financially prepared for the future let's say using the equity in their home or properties So like I was just talking about, do a cash out refi right now today. Do it. Whether you think you need it or not, there's an argument for you to move forward with it. I don't care if it's to get $10,000, $20,000 to shore up that savings. A lot of people all over the country have blown through their savings over the last couple of years. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes, of course. A lot of unforeseen circumstances, whether it's weather issues, the pandemic, job loss, reduction in hours, everyone's got a story or knows someone that does. Had those people separated their equity like we're discussing or had access to it, they wouldn't have had to worry about any of it. So that's number one, do some sort of refinance or something like that to get equity out. Number two would be get a home equity line of credit. Maybe you just refinanced two months ago and you're saying, gosh, I just did a regular refi. I didn't pull any money out. Now I'm hearing this. It's great opportunity. What do I do? Go to your bank, get a home equity line of credit. Something small, 20, 30, $40,000. Whatever you're able to get, get access to it. They're going to underwrite it based on today, your credit today, the property value today, your income today. So if your credit goes down a year from now, if you lose your job two years from now, all those factors, they're not just going to shut your equity line down. You're going to have access to it. Now you can get through those couple of months. You have no idea how many success stories I've heard of the people that did this before they had these issues and they are smiling ear to ear. I'm so glad I did that line of credit or did that cash out refi when I did because now I've been able to make my mortgage payment for the last four months I've been out of work until I get a new one. Just Folks, makes so much you sense. You are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show with Rob Weinberg. You can check him out online. His website is www.connecticutmortgagelending.com. By the way, Connecticut is spelled out. So ConnecticutMortgageLending.com. And of course, here's his phone number. I want you to make an appointment. Write this phone number down. It's so important. It could be the best phone call that you make all for yourself all year. 860 413 3938. Again, 860-413-3938. I'm Gary Byron. Why is, Rob, why is right now a great time to evaluate your home equity position and your mortgage strategy? I think right now is the best time that I've seen in almost 20 years in this business to reevaluate and constantly evaluate your position with your mortgage, with your personal finances, with your equity. And the reason why is home equity right now is at the highest levels that it's been as we've been just hammering in for many, many months now, and it just keeps going up, right? As a homeowner, every dollar that home equity goes up, 
you can get a percentage of that into your bank account by utilizing the strategies we're talking about. Right now, you can get access to more money than you could six months ago. And you can get more money now than you could a year ago or five years ago. So that's why today is so opportune because these opportunities don't last forever. I've been through a couple boom and bust cycles now in the real estate industry and the mortgage industry. And I will tell you, those that planned ahead and did this type of very exclusive financial planning, very unique financial planning that nobody really talks about, especially when times are good. You know, those that did it reap the benefits and they toot from the highest mountain to everybody how amazing this is as a strategy and what a great idea it was that they did it. And those that don't or choose to maybe put this off to the side and wait till later and say, oh yeah, home values are going to go up more. I'll do it in a year. You're going to be caught with your pants down. I'm telling you, I've seen it before in the last boom and bust cycle. Everyone that thought the prices would keep going up and they'd hold off on refinancing or the rates are going to keep going down. I hear that a lot. Oh yeah, these rates are going to keep going. I'm waiting for them to go to 1%. Well, sorry folks, it's not happening. Now's your opportunity. And it's a type of scenario where you win either way. If you refi today at, let's say, 2.75, in a year from now, the rates are one, then refi again. Like, there's no taboo. This isn't, again, the 1920s or 30s where mortgage credit was difficult to impossible. You can now, because of technology, because of innovation, because of these home values going up, you can do this easier than ever before. Why haven't people heard of this then? Is, is, is that its own issue? Why? I mean, you know it. Why, why, if it's that good, how come it's not more well known or widely known? I think known? it just comes down to incentive. So, normally, the people that consult with you about your financial plan, about your retirement, and all of that are financial advisors. Financial advisors, most of the time, are salespeople that are paid to sell products. Maybe they're paid to sell you insurance products or investment products. They're not realtors. They're not mortgage lenders. They don't have incentive to tell you to do something like this because they're not going to make a dime on it. So rather than tell you to do something like we're talking about and use the equity as an asset, they'll tell you, hey, go buy this insurance policy or go do a loan against your 401k. But wait a second. What about the home equity? A lot of them don't even ask the question because there's no incentive. But going back to the last question about why now is so important and kind of piggybacking on that is the interest rates now are still so low. They're not going to be like this forever. I don't know when they're going to go up, and I've been wrong before, but they're really good right now. So again, take advantage. There's also a lot of mortgage products available now that were not available five years ago or 10 years ago because of the last crash. Now those products have started coming back, again, giving you more opportunity. So I think it comes down to if you don't already have a mortgage advisor, you need to have a mortgage advisor as your cornerstone. Not only the mortgage cornerstone, but your financial cornerstone, because as a mortgage advisor, I'm going to look at your 401k and investments, but I'm also going to be looking at and really honing in on the equity in your properties. And I see every day, All Gary, right. where people call and ask me about it, and I identify something they had no idea about. Okay, well then, so then uh, how, how can a homeowner acquire multiple properties using equity repositioning? So really what equity repositioning is focused on at the point of acquiring multiple properties is taking money out of the one or 
multiple properties that you already own and then repositioning that as a down payment or even in some cases, you might be able to buy an entire property in cash by equity repositioning, taking money out of a primary home or a secondary home and repositioning that over to get that next property. Again, something seldom used, but very effective. Oh, that's good to hear. We are running out of time. You know what? I, I, I did make a teaser at the beginning of the show. Um, and that is, folks, you can obtain a book. It's written by <laughs> the gentleman to my left, who you've been listening to for nearly the last 30 minutes, Robert Weinberg. He's written a uh, he's written a book called Mortgage Strategies for the New Millennium. I'm holding it up right now. I hope you can uh, get a, take a good gander of this. Should I hold? Is my, am I holding it perfectly? Or as perfect as possible. Um, now there is a retail value to this, but I would I want you to get this book. It's absolutely free. And it, Rob wants you to have it because it's imperative. If you're listening to this show, if you're a regular listener to this show, it's 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 going to be even more valuable because you already, maybe you're a few steps ahead of maybe somebody that's new to the show or or somebody who's quite a, a, a novice at this. It'll, it'll certainly put a new perspective on things. And it's really valuable information that you're going to need to go forward. You know, really quickly, what inspired you to write this book? Yeah, Gary, it was um, a, a multitude of things inspired me, but I think the main thing was I was getting the same questions <laughs> over and over and over and over again about topics like first time home buying and how to prepare for that about topics like reverse mortgages we were alluding to earlier and about things like cash out refinancing and adjustable rate mortgages things that a lot of people don't they don't teach in school and you really can't find a lot of info on all of the unbiased information to make the best decision so i decided to just jam pack no fluff put all this information in a book it took me about 3 years to write the book wow. uh, it took quite a bit of time and i took all those questions that I've been asked over and over and over, and I put it in the book. And today's topic on the Mortgage Cornerstone is an entire chapter in the book. It's actually chapter three. So if this is resonating, like read chapter three, read the whole book, but you'll really want to hone on on that. And there's also so many misconceptions. Oh, I have so always. many people coming to me saying, oh, well, I just want to refi for a lower rate. And then I look and say, wait, what about this idea? What about that idea? And they go, wow, I've never thought of that. Mm. That's why I wrote the book to show you, here's what you should be thinking about. Here's what you should be looking at to really ramp your finances up and take your personal situation to an entirely new financial level just by using the mortgage the right way. I see it's relatively new. This is a 2021 book, right? Well, you know, I uh, originally published the first version back in 2019, actually. Okay. Well, that's that still, was the well, first I mean... version. I've updated it, you know, a couple updates over the years. I definitely have done so. The version that you'll get now is uh, does have some updates in it. And I actually have another book that'll be coming out here uh, probably sometime in 2022 uh, that I'll definitely be able to get people as well that'll be even more up to date. Nice. Again, it's entitled Mortgage Strategies for the New Millennium Using Your Home Loan as a financial tune uh, tool, excuse me, written by Rob Weinberg. All right. So you've been waiting very patiently on how you can obtain this book absolutely free. All you need to do is email Rob at Mortgage Matters Radio Show at gmail.com. That's right. The very same email address to get your question asked on these very airwaves. And you, by the way, you can still do that at that email address. Hey, maybe as soon as next week uh, again, but Make sure that you put in your in your in your message section uh, or even in the subject a free book. 
uh, so that we know we can distinguish what you're. And tell me where to send it. I need yeah, your of address, your, your name, your full name, first name, last name, your full address, uh, so that he knows where to send it. Again, all you got to do is email Rob at Mortgage Matters Radio Show at gmail.com. While you're doing, while you're online, why not check out his website? It's Connecticut Mortgage Lending.com. Again, Connecticut is spelled out. Connecticut Mortgage Lending.com. And hey, if you're a regular of the show, you're going to, a lot of the topics that we go into depth here uh, each and every week is covered in this book. Give him a call, schedule an appointment. There's no obligation. Just dip a toe in the water. I have a feeling you're going to like what you learn uh, on a more one to one level where he can answer your, your questions. That specifically pertain to you. You can make that appointment at 860-413-3938. Again, 860-413-3938. For Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Until next Saturday, have a good one, everybody. So long. Thanks for listening. If you have questions about the information we've covered or would like to discuss mortgage financing for your situation, you can reach Robert Weinberg by visiting www.robgw.com.